0: And welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode one hundred and seventy four of the Secret Glow. So happy to have you with us. So happy to be here. The, uh, the technology is a little bit different here, so I'm just working on a couple buttons. And, um, yeah, I'm in Pennsylvania today. It's a little bit brisk weather, but the sun is rising up. And um, feels good to be here. We got Christmas next week, and then um, we're going down to taking the, the little road trip south down to Florida. For the new, our New Year's retreat, December 29th to January 1st. Uh, bringing in the New Year with myself and Annie and John Stringer and Kathy Stringer and Shana Lee and Kirtan and the best selling author Michael Singer. Having meditation, mindfulness exercises, breath work, ecstatic dance, great meals, great nature uh, walkways and pathways. So excited about that. Still a couple spots left. And then we have an event in uh, Asheville on the fourth, a Friday evening event, the Breathwork and a concert from John. And then we're going to um, California for a couple days, it's San Francisco Bay Area, Northern California, on the way to Thailand. We're going to Thailand and we are doing a. A silent retreat in mid-January. We're doing a silent retreat. Four-day silent retreat. So that is uh, exciting. Let me see if this will work here. No. Okay. And then we'll be there for a little while and then um, we're doing a silent retreat in, uh, in the States. In Florida in March and we have a retreat in a uh, seven-day retreat in Italy in the summer which is our second annual Italy retreat which is going to be phenomenal so and there's a couple of those other dates being arranged in advance too but right now we're here in this moment sharing this uh, this space together sharing this presence together and the magic and miracle and insights that want to move through us together in this moment. So let's take a deep breath. I have a couple specific things I want to share today. We're going to start by just making a couple moments to be present together, to tune together, to align together. has come before this moment, any levels of stress from the workplace, the family life, the roadways, just making the space to be present for the intelligence, the universal creative intelligence of this moment, also known as God, to to be present and Move through us as a unified field today. So let's take a few deep breaths together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Three more. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, and exhale. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes with fresh, innocent eyes. If they've been Close, or even if they've been open, just take a few moments to look around the space in silence. Notice that things feel more alive, vibrant, colorful, present, here and now. And welcome to a deeper here and now. So there's a couple topics I want to get into today. There's, there's two levels to it and it's a really rich uh, subject. Um, it's a really important subject. It's a subject that I think is um, just calling forth attention, right? I mean anything that I talk about or address there I feel is calling forth attention. And I want to give specific attention to the relationship between men and women and how to maintain intimacy between Men and women, um, and what I've noticed, what I've noticed in myself, in my own dynamic, in my own relationship, relationships, what I've noticed in working with people, what I've noticed in working with women, what I've noticed in working with men, where intimacy is broken, where intimacy is deepened, where intimacy is, um, where the pivot point is to deepen in intimacy, and where the challenge is to deepen in intimacy together. So there's a pivot point that arises for a man in relationship to a woman in deepening intimacy or maintaining the bond of intimacy. So you're an evolved man, you're a mature man, you're a man that's been on the path of knowledge. And welcome Samantha, welcome Evelyn. It's been on the path of of knowledge and learning and you're learning about relationships and you're learning about intimacy and you're learning about women, right? So you've, you've been reading all the books. You've been taking all the courses. You've been taking all the classes and you're learning about women. and You're learning how the how women operate, how they think, how they feel, what they want, what they don't want, you know. Me, women are from Venus and men are from Mars and John Gray and David Data and all these different teachers and classes and workshops on, on understanding women and how to relate to women so it's really that part's really not that difficult um, you can kind of you start to learn like you know if I say this kind of thing I'll get this kind of response if i say that kind of thing I'll get that kind of response if I do this kind of thing I'll get this kind of response we're, we're programming the condition in different ways right so you start to you start to understand the program and the conditioning, and you know how to work the program and conditioning to get the desired response that you want. So we could go we could go on for a couple hours about that and explain that and how that works. But there's other there's other you know like I just said books and courses that can teach you all that. So that is not that information is out there, right? And that information is available, and 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 that's works on the level that it works, right? But what happens is, as you start to learn the way women are conditioned and programmed, I'm gonna focus more from the man to the woman, but it can go, this part can go either way. You, you can manipulate to get what you want to go to the direction that you want with a woman, right? So you start to learn the conditioning and the programming And you think, okay, so I know how to say what I want. I know how to say what needs to be said to get what I want from this woman, right? To get where I want to go. That could be sex uh, quite often, right? But it could be whatever it is, right? So I know how to say to get what to get to this point. So women have become accustomed to that and they're very... Uh, leery of it, they're very guarded in regards to that. In regards to being manipulated for the conditioning and the programming I mean, to say what needs to be said, to take an action, to make a move, to get for the man to get what he wants from the woman. Right? You guys with me so far? So there's there's a that's where the trust is um, not there, and it's and it's been happening over. Generations and generations and situations and circumstances over an extended period of time, right? Where there's the sense of The woman feeling like well, what is the man is like he trying to get is he trying to get into my pants? Is he trying to get me to this that Boop, right is he trying what's he trying to do? I don't know what is this is this real or not real is what he's saying genuine or not genuine is he authentic or not authentic, right? so if you wanna build intimacy, if you wanna build a bond of trust, then what I'm about to say is really important, right? It's the most, it's the most essential element. If you don't wanna build a bond of intimacy and trust, and a lot of people don't, then it's not important, right? But the real, what I've discovered is the real fulfillment in life uh, in this human existence comes through bonds of intimacy and bonds of trust, right? In our intimate relationships, and, and, and our families, and our communities—like this—is where the real um, sustenance is, is, is the the nurturing, the the nutrition, right? Is is there? And it's like we're we, we're losing that. There's a sense of that being lost. There's a sense of um, people losing the sense of intimacy in their lives, losing the sense of depth of connection and depth of communion in their life. So. What needs to happen is the following. And it's hard. It's not easy. For a man, it's not easy. But this is what needs to happen. There's a pivot point where you know something is true, something is authentic. And you know, as a man, if you say it to the woman, it's going to. You don't. Let me correct that. You don't know you never know anything for sure. Life is full of surprises. Certainly women are full of surprises. But you have a good sense that if you say the truth, if you answer the truth correctly in this moment, it's going to make her upset, right? You know if you if you answer the truth in this moment it's going to make her upset. So what do you do? So a lot of people may be thinking, well be a nice guy, you know, and don't I'll think about it, I'll think that it's going to make her upset, I'll be a nice guy and I don't, I won't say it, right? I'll say something different. I'll just kind of twist the the truth a little bit. So this is the critical moment where you have a sense of like, this is the truth, this is the authentic essence of this moment. Feeling like it's going to make her upset if I share the truth. This is the moment where intimacy and trust deepens or it breaks. And the intimacy and trust only deepens when you share with her the truth. Even if you know it's going to make her upset even if you have a feeling it's gonna make her upset, even if you have a feeling it's gonna create sadness or it's going to create anger or it's going to create, whatever it's going to create, you have to share the truth if you want to have intimacy and trust built. If you want to have intimacy and trust built, you have to share the truth in that moment. And the reason men, don't want to share the truth in that moment is and men and women are complicit in this part Right because the woman has the idea that the man is supposed to make her feel happy Right, and so the man wants to support that idea and he doesn't want to make her feel unhappy or make her feel sad Or make her feel angry or make her feel upset welcome Nissa. And so He wants to say things that make her feel happy and not say things that make her feel sad This seems like a basic truth of a relationship, right? Wrong. What you wanna say is the truth, regardless of if it makes her feel happy or sad, because the truth maintains a sense of intimacy and maintains the sense of trust. And you have to trust yourself and she has to trust you, this is the second level of it, that you can be with the emotion that arises. You can be with the emotion that arises, and you can you can move through that emotion together. And when you when you be with the emotion that arises, and you move through that emo- emotion together, even if it's difficult, even if it's challenging, as you move through it together, and there's a trust that the man is strong and solid and grounded and anchored enough to move through that truth together, then there's a deeper sense of intimacy and a deeper sense of trust that arises. Together through moving through that truth together. So there's this trust of being with strong emotion, and that's where the the man can have a lot of difficulty, right? And then women can have a lot of difficulty in trusting the man to be with strong emotion, right? So. There's a sense of having the truth, sharing the truth, feeling strong emotion arise, and being in that strong emotion together. Regardless of whatever it is, or regardless of what the the kind of emotion that it is, or the intensity of the emotion, there's there's a realization that emotion is temporary, passing, fleeting, to be honored and that it doesn't become ever more important than the truth of the moment. You know, I think that's the moment. So if you can do that as a man, you can maintain, build, create relation, deep relations of intimacy and trust. So the woman might be very angry at you, very upset with you. Very ecstatic with you, very joyful with you, very angry with you, and she will trust you. She will trust you, and you will trust her. And there'll be a, there's the opportunity then for a unified field to emerge, right? There's the opportunity for a unified field to emerge between the two of you where there's no sense of separation. The, the illusionary sense of the ego of wanting to protect something, whatever you're wanting to protect, is let go, and there's an opening for communion at the heart level between the two of you. It's a very profound truth and it's a truth that that you don't hear, I don't hear what I hear is like, oh, 10 ways to make a woman happy, right? 10 ways to, you know, but part of a, there, there's, in essence, having a really deep, intimate connection, you have to be willing to make a woman sad, as well as make a woman happy. Otherwise, there's, there's no honesty, there's no there's no, in other words, the truth is what's essential. The truth is paramount. The authentic essence is paramount. And that's what creates the trust, right? Not trying to placate, to manipulate emotions. But being with the truth of what is, sharing the truth of what is from the truth of your heart and being present together for the emotions that arise to move through it together and to come into a deeper place of intimacy and bonding and trust. Beyond that. And then there's a sense of being able to trust each other and feel unified and intimate together regardless of what turbulence arises. Right? Now, there's a second aspect to this which is interesting and brings us into. Uh, well, you'll see where it brings us into. So. What does it mean to be authentic? What does it mean to be in the truth? What is the truth? Right? So I'm thinking about this with people like, when someone's really authentic, you know, when they're really, this person's just really themselves. This person's just really honest and they're, this, they're, they're the authentic expression of themselves. Well, what does that mean? Right? There's no way to be authentic, actually. There's no way to be honest, really. There's no way to try to be yourself or try to be honest. Welcome, Michael. Anytime you're trying to be authentic, you're trying to be honest, you're trying to be tell the truth, you're trying, any kind of trying effort is you trying to be an idea of authentic, trying to be the image of someone who's authentic, right? But it's not actually The true authentic essence of yourself. The true authentic essence of yourself is that which is deeper than any form of manipulation or control of the other or of yourself. Deeper than any level of manipulation and control of the other or of yourself. So how do you be authentic? There's no way to be authentic. It's impossible to try to be authentic. How do I be authentic with my woman? It's impossible to be authentic, try to be authentic with your woman. So authenticity comes not through trying to manipulate the expression or trying to manipulate your words are trying to manipulate your mind, your thoughts, or your feelings, or your emotions. It doesn't come through trying to manipulate someone else's feelings, someone else's emotions, someone else's thoughts, someone else's decisions, someone else's ideas. It only comes actually from one thing. Resting in the stillness. So when you're resting in the stillness, when you're resting into the silence, the emptiness, the vastness of who and what you truly are, then there's no sense of manipulation or control. There's no sense of of actually who and what you are at all, or who and what you're trying to be at all. So there's no sense of manipulation or control of who you are or what you're trying to be. We got into this last week, right? Being in a space of having no idea who you are. When you're in a space of having no idea who you are, then you're just wide open and available for what moves through you in the moment. And that is authentic. That is authentic and what comes to you will be unique to you will be a unique expression of you in this moment. Anyone have any questions, comments? There's just this open, vast space. It's like a vast, open channel. Being wholly, fully available at this moment. And being wholly and fully available to this moment with a mind that's quiet, spacious, allows the authentic essence of you to move through in the moment. And so that's where what's authentic, what's true, arises. And that's where you know know, maybe better said unknow. You unknow who you really are. You realize, this is why I use the word realize more than know, because it's not it's not something that's acquired by knowledge. It's something that, it's an awareness that's deeper than knowledge, deeper than the accumulation of information and facts. So could you have two people relate from the space? Could you have two people relate from stillness? Could you have two people relate from emptiness together? Could you have two people relate from knowing, not knowing, not knowing any idea of who they are? And that's the authentic expression of communion. That's the authentic expression of sharing what's alive in the moment. The thoughts, the feelings, the sensations, That's the deepest intimacy that's imaginable, and that's the most beautiful intimacy that there is. In fact, the intimacy I'm talking about, it's not even imaginable, because whatever you imagine is a image you're trying to conform to, right? So it's deeper than any level of what you can even imagine or comprehend, it's just alive to the moment. So I don't hear many people talking about what I just shared. I think it's important. I think it's insightful. I think it's, uh, it could be revolutionary for relationships to, um, to focus on authenticity and intimacy as opposed to trying to make each other feel good, trying to make each other feel happy. There's this deeper level that emerges that we, we long for, we yearn for because it's, it's actually in the essence it's who we are. It's the essence of who we really are and seeing that then reflected through another seeing that to another. Annie Marie has chimed in. I like what you're sharing about the masculine being the container or space for the feminine Shakti emotion to arise into. And if the masculine can train his nervous system to hold, then the feminine also softens and then union emptiness can be shared. It's a beautiful practice. Thank you. It is a beautiful practice. Thank you, love, for sharing uh, another aspect of that truth and it's been a a joy and a blessing to be uh, on the path together on the journey together and to be yeah there's something really powerful about relationship hello michael by the way great to see you here there's something really powerful about relationship when there's a purpose for uh spiritual growth or for mutual spiritual awakening and for uh, to be a purpose to serve others you know for me those are the only two reasons to be in a relationship i don't look at a relationship for someone's to make me happy Um, i think that relationships actually generally challenge us Right more than if we were just hanging out by ourselves on the couch, you know Eating potato chips and watching TV all day and night all right? so there's there's a there's, there's another reflection that you're getting that you're receiving that that challenges you um, to grow um, Through the authentic expression and the challenges you to relate from emptiness challenges you to relate from this open field of presence that's beyond the illusionary sense of a separate self, which we call ego. Right? So, that's the journey. That's that's the purpose. So you have a clear sense of purpose. The purpose is for me to grow spiritually and purpose is for me to be of service to others. Right? To grow spiritually and to awaken in their consciousness and to um, to uplift. You know, others, empower others to, to imbue others with love, to imbue others with a sense of inner peace and freedom. And so then the points are aligned. You know, there's a sense of all the points being aligned. Welcome, Christopher. There's a sense of this, this path between the two, if there's two. And then there's a sense of the moving outward in a circle. So the energy goes outward, and the energy comes back to the center back out back out to the center and it's been a real joy you know it's been a real that's that's the irony right that's the paradox is on the whole of it even when there's times of challenge there's times of difficulty there's times of sadness there's times of anger there's times happiness, on the whole of it you know it's an absolute joy you know there's just this tremendous level of gratitude to be living on purpose and be living on purpose with another, to be living on purpose with others, and to feel like what you're doing in your relationship, in your family, in your community, within yourself, what you're doing as a human being is in alignment, is congruent with the deepest sense of who you really are and what you're here to express in the world. So it makes sense in the deepest level of your heart. It makes sense logically. It makes sense rationally. It makes sense on the level of emotional intelligence. It makes sense physically in your body, nervous system. It makes sense in alignment with your desires, with your ambition. It makes sense with a sense of inspiration and it makes sense practically and it makes sense spiritually and it makes sense on the level of miraculousness and magic. It makes sense on every level. Right? And that's when we're living aligned. That's when we're integrated and we're integrating and we continue to integrate and evolve and connect all these different aspects of ourselves, all these different parts of ourselves. Good to see you too, my friend. I'll see you more in about uh, an hour. So by the way, we have the Secret Glow coming up at 11.30 a.m. And that's the private group together where we go in deeper into these things and we share on a deeper level. That's a subscription group. And um, there's a link, which is thebigglow.com online, where you can join us there. And we've got a great group of people from around the world, and we delve into things um, deep. We go deep, and it's uh, just been a great place for transformation and opening and awakening together. And uh, there's also a complimentary coaching session, free coaching session, for anyone who's a first-time client of mine. Um, so there's a link for that too to to, uh, to connect. I'd love to see you at the Florida Retreat, Christopher, if you can make it. Let's see if we can work that out. I think it's coming up soon. Uh, I think we're like at a week and a half out now. But Christopher is going to try to see if he can make it. So let's take a couple deep breaths again. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Yeah, there's something that's... um, There's a fulfillment. You know, the words... I don't even know if we had the language for some of these things I'm pointing at yet. But there's a fulfillment. there's There's a... A sense of being aligned, right? Being aligned and attuned that's deeper than the temporary passing emotions that arise. And so, particularly when it comes to relationships between men and women, when it comes to building the trust, when it comes to building the intimacy, um, and in all our relationships, right? I encourage you to stay attuned to that, to stay aligned to that, and the best way to stay aligned to that and attuned to that is by finding the stillness within. By resting in the stillness within, by resting in the emptiness within yourself, which is the true essence of who and what you are and then expressing authentically the authentic truth that arises from this space moment by moment and then the deepest level of intimacy and and trust is built and fortified and strengthened from this place From the purpose of spiritual growth between each other from awakening to who you really are between each other and expressing the world and then being on purpose to sharing that and being of service to the world every day and there's a There's something that's um, just this deep sense of peace. You know, this deep sense of peace, this deep, deep sense of love, this profound sense of love for everything and everyone. This tremendous sense of freedom and empowerment that arises from this space together. I love you all. Thanks for being here. And see you in the next now.